0: What's up y'all? We got Corey C right on today. Amazing energy. Great guy. Great story. Um, you're really going to enjoy this um, Ton full of great knowledge and, and good energy from him on kind of how he approaches the business. But first I want to update everyone on some an exciting new feature that's coming out. I'm, I'm like legit pumped on this, like home inspection nerd style, but like auto tagging. So many of you know that use advanced, you can add tags to certain contacts and then create actions that trigger certain emails or texts based on those tags. Right now you have to manually add them. That can be tedious while powerful still can be tedious to have to manually go in, figure out which of your agents have done 10 or more inspections or which agents haven't been around in the last two months. So this is going to evolve over time, but the initial iteration of this is going to have tagging rules based on the number of inspections associated to agents or clients, like, basically like an optional time window can be added to that the revenue from inspections associated to certain clients or agents and the number of days since the first or last inspection associated by agents or clients as you can tell this is powerful and there's going to be automated removal of tags based on rule failure meaning if they do an inspection with you after being absent for six months then it basically breaks that tag away so it's going to create so much efficiency and so much automation within your guys' business and communication that I think this could be one of the biggest five features we've ever put out. So I'm just going to put that out there not to be dramatic, but um, I do believe it's that powerful because I've used automation in a number of different softwares that we use for Spectora and the headaches it saves you, the logistical time, the admin overhead, it saves you um, life-changing. So there's certain things where, when it just does the thing for you, like send an email or text, it can make life um, very beautiful and can prevent you guys from needing to hire, say a first or second admin or even another inspector if you get your stuff dialed in um, to where you as the owners can spend less time doing these types of things, fit in a couple more inspections and just make your business overall more efficient. Or if you're looking at it from the growth angle, um you can really have tight feedback loops and reach out to agents quickly that you haven't worked with um in a short amount of time so wanted to just preview that that's going to be out in the next quarter or so um but definitely write in if you're curious about it um well, we always want beta testers to give feedback on this um but this one's going to be a banger so um enjoy the conversation today with Corey c right thanks y'all let's go man let's do it well cool um cory thanks for joining man i really i'm excited about this because you spoke to dave and james i think on our team prior right
1: yeah honestly man when they emailed me to, about being on the podcast i was like i think you guys made a mistake
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no sir they uh they they talked about one how, how just great you were to to work with and talk to but your success story over the last couple years and so um I want it. We, we, the people want to hear about it. So that's what we're doing. Well, cool, man. Yeah. Um, I'm here. So yeah. So let's, let if if you don't mind just introducing kind of yourself to everybody who you are, how long you've been in the business, where you're located, which is clear from the background. Um, the branding, <laughs> the branding game is on point, which I always appreciate. <laughs> that's right.
1: Yeah. So I'm Corey C. Wright. I'm the owner of Mississippi premier inspections, obviously in Mississippi. We're from a small ish town uh tupelo mississippi which is or the only thing we're famous for here is the birthplace of elvis presley but that's uh that's about all we got going so kind of big (laughs) right (laughs) the king of rock and roll yeah that's right uh no so been in business 22 months now it's been a whirlwind but um we've uh we've been blessed man we really have we've been really blessed
0: it's amazing so let's let's kind of start at the beginning if you don't mind sometimes I go chronological sometimes I don't but I think for new ish inspectors kind of either thinking about getting the business or that have been in for a year or two um, it's not the easiest times right now so I think like hearing kind of your origin story how you got in the biz and kind of like what you did in those first like you know if you could take 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 us back to those first 10 days 20 days I'm always fascinated of like what you did to get going.
1: Those were terrifying.
0: So um <laughs> no, yes. what
1: uh where I got started was I, I worked before I got started home inspecting, I was uh, I worked at a large automotive manufacturer in our area. Um and uh worked there for about eight or nine years, close to nine years, and worked my way up the ladder there and uh quickly found out that uh corporate America was not my cup of tea. So you know, then comes the pandemic and we're working from home for about a month or so mm-hmm. and uh you know start questioning things. He's like, am I happy? I'm working two weeks, nights, two weeks, days. Uh, um, you know doing what it is. Um just I was over paint shop in mm-hmm. a Toyota plant. Yeah. And uh so yeah, um just cranking out Corollas. <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, you know, got the questioning things, found out I was not happy where I was. Essentially, my wife was raising the family for two weeks. I was on night shift because I was no good. Right. And, uh, you know, coming off of uh, working two weeks of nights, going straight into days, you're basically a zombie for three right. days trying to get back on track. So that's kind of where things started. We're in the pandemic. I was questioning things, watching some YouTube videos, and um, home inspection popped up. And I said, I could do that. I have a very good base knowledge of uh, homes and their systems and stuff. And man, just uh, one thing I did look at that was really the selling point for me is I got on the state's website and for whatever reason, they provide all the inspectors in the States, their birth dates and I I did the math and 83% of these inspectors were five years from a retirement age. And I was like, bingo, there we go. Um, so I felt like I had time to, if I got in it now, I could build my name, build my brand and, you know, just be ready for that. So that was,
0: you know, essentially
1: how I what got a, into it.
0: What a great piece of data to be able to stumble on though. And like, I love that you like knew the data, you know, you found the numbers and you said, huh that's a lot of business that's going to open up over the next five years. I love that. (laughs) Absolutely. Not sure if everyone has access to that, but if you can find it, great. Use it. Um, okay. So you made, so you made the decision. What did the, the the off ramp look like with the jobs kind of like easing into the business? So this
1: one shocks a lot of people because, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so I I passed my exam. I get licensed, um, all my insurance and everything like that. And just tell my wife one day, I was like, yeah, not going in tonight. We're cashing out the 401k and we're going into this. So boom, just headlong into it, man. Just, <laughs> I love that. I was like, this is going to work or it's going to fail. And then, and failure's not an option because I've got yes. four kids and a wife that depend on me. So I was just, I hit the ground blazing, man.
0: I love that. So was there, did you lay the foundation with her ahead of time or was it like, Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 planned deeds yeah.
1: along the way, right? So that it wouldn't just like
0: How did that feel no. when you when you said it? When you were like, I'm doing this, I'm not going back to that life. Like it's a rush, huh? Man,
1: yeah, it was a rush for sure. It was a mixture of terror, sheer terror, <laughs> and uh, absolute joy. A lot of that oh shit, oh sense. shit, oh
0: shit. I hope this works.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. What the hell have I done? <laughs>
0: who they know the feeling
1: yeah it was uh it was wild man but um you know just having you know making connections over the course of time and having a few people that would uh give me a shot in the beginning um the the thing i kind of approached it bass backwards from most people so I didn't right out of the gate. I had a couple of agents that I know that I reached out and said, Hey, you want to give me a shot? Give me a shot. Just but from personal I, networking,
0: just like personal. Yeah, yeah. Networking.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So I more went towards branding, marketing um, and reaching the public because okay. I felt like versus me going and ask, asking realtors to give me a chance. I could reach a few clients and then really capitalize on that. Uh, Like they, they they see me on Google, they hire me, not necessarily a referral from an agent, but that's how agents became. It's a warm introduction, right. To an agent. Um, They can, they grew to love me and my reporting style and you know, the rest is history. It just kind of spread like wildfire, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah. So when you say worked on branding, clearly, you know, you got the polo. What else does that look like? What else what else is included in that?
1: Man, branding is so many different things. Um, it's yeah, the the stereotypical stuff like the the uniform, the big fat head on the wall back there, the you know, the wrap on the car. You've got I mean, branding is so much more than that, though. It's. Uh, what is your company what do they do what's your culture uh what do you want how do you want the public to perceive you right so yeah um that's what my social media turned into that's uh you know educational pieces you know doing videos just explaining why things are defects and why we call them out and things like that so that's essentially what all my social media became
0: what platforms are you <clears throat> on the most yes no, I'm I'm <laughs> all, all of the running. above <laughs>
1: no um primarily facebook because of uh the demographic that are buying houses right now sure. uh the, the age bracket uh we are moving more into instagram and uh tiktok have a we'll keep tiktok a little more lighthearted. uh some some goofy stuff on there <laughs> but uh um yeah, LinkedIn, you name it, man. We just it's it's all out there. You know, LinkedIn's more of a B2B type thing, sure. you know. Um and then Facebook's more for the consumer and uh, client, you know. But yeah, that's we're on all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and I like that approach though because you you worked on the business and kind of how you present to the outside world over let me go meet 10 agents, kind of start seeding with them. Was that always the plan or did you learn, did you like hear from someone else that it's tough, you know, either, either path is tough, but like, why did you decide that route? Cause you're right. That's not typical.
1: I did decide that early on. Uh, you know, like I said, I reached out to my few agents that I knew, um, right off the bat, uh, because got bills to pay, <laughs> but you know, we, uh, it kind of was the initial plan just to uh, do it that way because it's, I feel it's more of an organic growth and organic growth in my opinion is healthy growth. Yeah. And yeah, that's just, it kind of was in the, in the, you know, plan that way.
0: And I'd be, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the website, not because I'm biased and, and we built it, but like, Holy shit, the video, like the effects on the homepage, everyone's got to go yeah. see this. This is not me talking my my own book here, but like Mississippi Premier Inspections.com. I went to the site before we got on and I'm like, I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> I, 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 like I literally did not, I've never seen a site that looks that cool when you get to it. And then I have to give you props. So Mike and I teach a new inspector course at InterNACHI every month or every other month mm-hmm. now. And every time we flash up on the screen, one of the websites which it's, it's probably going to be you now that shows the face on the home page we always say yeah. put your face out there don't be scared of it people want to feel like they connect with you the brand absolutely 99 percent of the people in the class never do it <laughs> well you have your face you've got your face in there it's up close it's personal i just wanted to give you props on that was thanks was man. that an intentional move obviously was it calculated or were you it like, was I mean,
1: you know, there's there's so many aspects of human psychology that play into owning a business, man. I, I would have never thought it, but it's it's crazy. I mean, you could we could talk hours on this, but you know, just yeah, get your face out there for sure. Um, it's uncomfortable for everybody. Uh, nobody should think that it's only uncomfortable for them. Uh, people would look at my social media and think that. I absolutely live, breathe, die social media. But honestly, not a big fan, but <laughs> it's a tool. You know, it's it's absolutely a tool. Exactly. It's a necessary tool.
0: Yes. Let's say that again, you know, for the people in the back that, I, I, you know, I think inspectors, it, it it can't be understated how important it is. And that's where the rest of the world is spending time, especially real estate agents. And so you don't have to love it. I don't love it. People look at my hair yeah. and must think I love So, No, I don't. I don't love it either. I think it's one of the worst things. One of the worst creations. I think our, our society is pretty it's terrible. Pretty, <laughs> <It's> terrible. pretty <laughs> terrible. But how do you reach people? Social media. Yeah, so hey. I, how do you come up with um? Well, one last thing. I want to just finish the thought on the website. Also, the writing on it is very refreshingly conversational. I think when I was the one still building sites for inspectors, I would always tell them like they would ask, "What do I write on my homepage?" You know, and I'm like, "Well." what would you say if you walked up to someone and shook their hand, you know, and, and it still came out robotic for most inspectors, but like you nailed it. Um, I want, I'll link to your site in the description for everybody. Um, but yeah, it feels like I'm talking to you. So I feel like I know you already before we even got on. That's powerful.
1: You know, we have so, so little time as inspectors to create what relationship we can with our clients so you have to take every avenue to create that relationship. However you can, man, I am, if, if I'm guilty of anything, it's over communication <laughs> because you cannot communicate enough. In my opinion, um, I want the client to know exactly what phase we're in. I text them right when we arrive to the property and I've trained my other inspector that way too. You know, it's just, I wanted him to be a mini me. Because uh, yeah? I don't think you can be a larger me because I'm a pretty big fella.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, your wife's probably a happy woman if you over communicate. That's a good thing. Um, <laughs> I, how do you come up with um, social media content? That's always a, a, a mental block for a lot of people. Like, do you have a process or is it just winging it?
1: Man, it's uh, honestly, if I see something uh, naturally, I think people should people would be interested in this. But if you're not that Guy, if you can't think that way, it's as easy as a Google search, man. It's, uh, you know, it's just, you know, what's common problems for a home, you know, just simple as that. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, earth shattering, groundbreaking. Um, just um, the thing is, man, put your face on the screen, talk to the people, because we grew up watching TV. Whoever was on the TV was the authority on the matter. Right, You know, so same goes today. If I'm on your phone or I'm on your computer screen, I'm the authority on the matter. That's that's just the way it is. It's human psychology. It's just the way people think.
0: And I think there's some, I don't know the official stat. I think I've heard casual thrown out that like 1% of people create content, 99% consume it. And it's like, do you want to be part of that 1% that is an authority on it? Um, but I also think there's this weird pressure on social that, um, inspectors or you know anyone that creates content thinks they have to drop some like ridiculous gem or like something they've never heard before i'm like no we're mostly all regurgitating stuff that's, that's it that's right
1: <laughs> there is nothing original about anything i do hardly at all okay right. same so yeah it's all regurgitated man you you nailed it
0: takes the pressure off too um really does well cool I, I just wanted to make sure to give you your props for that because I it's subtle Thanks, it's subtle but I noticed it and it jumped out to me right away and I don't get why more inspectors don't just do it um, because it is a, you, you are the brand initially. Now you're trading your guy up to, to be an extension of the brand, but, uh, a story on that, but maybe we'll hit on that later. Yeah. Later. Let's hit let, Let's go there. Let's hit on that. So All like, right, well, cool. I, w- well so when did you, when did thing, you first want to hire? Like, when did that even <laughs> enter your mind? About
1: a year in, okay. about a year in, uh, well, 10 months in, uh, I just knew because we were in the height of the, you know, the crazy Rub- market rub-licious. and kind of, yeah. yeah. And we're. And honestly, we're in the Southeast, so we're kind of an anomaly right now. So, uh, you know, everybody moving to the Southeast right now.
0: You're still booming a little bit, right?
1: Yeah. But after we hired, you know, uh, his name's Joe. I kept Joe underneath, you know, my wing for about, you know, about a year. And then he went and tested and then passed and, you know, all that. He's out on his own now. So, but the trouble were, as you, and I want to know if other inspectors are, you know, moving into the multi firm multi-inspector firm thing have noticed this as well. You've branded yourself and you are one with the company and you start sending out a new inspector. They're just like, oh, you're not coming to do it? Yeah. I was like, never in a million years would I have thought I'd been like, uh, no, I, <laughs> my God, Joe's coming to do it.
0: You've built <laughs> so, a brand, you've I, built a reputation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, but trouble is overcoming this obstacle now.
0: Yeah, any ideas? It, it, has, has anything kind of worked initially?
1: So I've just actually noticed this issue because honestly, Joe's only been out on his own for a month, but super qualified um, and great at what he does. Um, working towards our branding and marketing team, Right, we're going team, not just, hey, I'm, you know, working team in there more so so that people have that expectation of, hey, you know, maybe it's not Corey, maybe it, it could be somebody else coming to do the job. So uh, that's the first approach we're going to take anyway.
0: I like that. Yeah, I have seen some inspectors use the we and team from the beginning and they're like, Hey, I know it's going to feel fraudulent at first. Could you, can you put this on my yeah. website though? Make we instead of I, cause I want to grow this thing. Um, so it could feel weird for a while, I'm sure. Right. But, um, but then, I mean, you've got the polos and I think the whole process, there's like so much process that can be trained to make it look and feel the same, but then the personality of the person has to kind of hit too. Right. And so hopefully, um, hopefully it all comes together to where an agent is just like, Oh yeah, this is most like he is just almost as cool as Corey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> almost,
0: almost, almost. Um. So speaking of that, so like, has the the current market, um, have you been pleasantly surprised? Have you been bracing for pain? Kind of like where where are you at with that?
1: I think you have to be prepared for everything, man. I think you, you know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst, is what my dad always said. So sure. Um, just, we're averaging, you know, we're, we've been in business for 22 months and we've done, I think the last I looked was 673 inspections altogether. Wow. Um,
0: congrats. We, by the
1: way. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it.
0: That's a big um, deal that I see a lot of numbers and that's, that's a very high number for 22 months.
1: Yeah. I don't sleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got this right here artificial sponsored energy. sponsored by Red Bull. <laughs>
1: uh no, man. Just uh anyway, lost my train of thought. But you know we try we try to keep rolling just as hard as we can. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. It's, are are you seeing hesitation at all from buyers, agents, or is it still just it means still competitive down there in the southeast right because then the the numbers tell the story i saw just this morning the west and northeast still down year over year i think the southeast still like still up so
1: no real hesitation honestly uh oh that's where we were going with that question um but um now things are still pretty strong here we're expecting a good summer market uh, we had a couple of slow weeks in the spring and right around Christmas which is typical. Uh, of course I don't have many metrics to go off of. I've only been in business for sure. a couple of years but
0: Yeah, hard um, comps to, yeah. you know, compete with. <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> but um yeah, still strong, man. Still strong. Expecting good things this summer.
0: So what you're such a personal guy. I'm enjoying chatting with you. What what's your philosophy on like maintaining relationships with some of the agents? Cause I know you said you, you're you going direct, your website's good. I just Googled you, you rank well in your city already, which is impressive, you know, inside of two years um, when I search for, is it Tupelo, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah Tupelo. Tupelo. yeah, Tupelo, Tupelo Home Inspector, you're up there and picture of your face is in the Google search results, that's all great. But with the agents that have worked with you multiple times, um, how does that look? And if there's nothing outside of the inspection, what do, what do your interactions look like kind of on site and kind of after?
1: Man, we, we've done the gamut. We've, uh, you know, of course there's always social media, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but there's nothing better than in person, person to person. So we've thrown, you know, just spontaneous lunches for agents where we put out on social media. Hey, meet us here at this time. Lunch is on us. Oh, cool. Um, And, you know, had a, you know, have 20 agents show up, you know, just, I mean, it's for, for all the other inspectors out there that think they can't afford to do that. You can afford to do that because that launch that I just recently did paid for itself in an hour and a half.
0: Well, no way.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So you can afford it and you should afford it.
0: But <laughs> well, they booked someone, booked, someone booked a job like an hour and a half after. I mean, that, that had never
1: used me before. <laughs> yeah. That's what I consider paying for itself. Now, if somebody... I that already used me booked one. I wouldn't have considered it, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're securing future business because if someone, if a young hungry Corey is out there trying to wine and dine, they're not going to get pulled away because they're like, Nope, Corey's my guy. Yeah.
1: You know, and honestly, I think, uh, things were so crazy early on, just go and go and go I think one of my early on mistakes was not cultivating those relationships enough, you know, and not looking at my metrics enough that were available to me um, to know, um, Hey, I haven't heard from so-and-so in quite a while. Uh, maybe I should reach out. And, you know, it was just two and three inspections a day. It's just go, go, go. Um, and we may have felt a little, you know, pullback from that. Um, sure. But because some of the other inspectors that weren't so busy, they're, you know, they're coming in they're talking, you know, you know, silver tonguing. Uh, so, I mean, just you got to stay on top of that type of thing. That's It's critical to stay in your, your real estate agent's life and on their mind.
0: I do have a feature that I'm pumped about that's in beta right now that I have to tell you about because it's related to this. Obviously, person to person, undefeated, always get in person, shake hands, get a coffee. We have a an auto tagging feature that's going to come out where it automatically will tag an agent if they haven't done an inspection with you in like X amount of days, you'll decide the days. And then that tag would trigger an action to go out to send them an email to say, Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Want to grab coffee. Freaking so like, I'm, huge, I'm, 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 I'm like, we're nerding out about this internally. That's <laughs> so, huge. <laughs> look, so.
1: look, I'm a, uh, I'm a nerd. I nerd out with you guys, man. I'm telling you um, best inspection software I ever, you know, I found and I shopped and I shopped and I shopped. So
0: I no, uh, appreciate that
1: you guys. So fantastic. But partners.
0: no, we're thinking of stuff like that, man, to like kind of replicate yourselves or cause like you guys, you know, you have to do everything. You got to market, you got to be customer service, you got to be sales, you got to do the inspection, you got to train a guy, then you got to ride with him while he's doing inspection. So, um, yep. some of these communications, if they can like look personalized, but maybe be automated, semi-automated is what we call it. Yeah. Then, then it's a win-win for everybody. Um,
1: man, that's freaking huge. That's freaking huge. It is.
0: So what are you looking ahead? You you mentioned the jump to multi. Um, what's different now? Are you spending your time in different ways? Like what? How are you kind of? Looking? I am
1: man. Yeah. Um, so I've regained a little bit of free time since Joe's on his own. So I've just been networking, man, marketing, networking. Um, you cannot be stagnant. Uh, the minute you go stagnant uh, and start, I'm not gonna say start enjoying some of your free time because you should. You've earned it. Um, but definitely utilize, uh, most of that time towards doing things you weren't able to do when you're in the field constantly, uh, which is those one-to-ones, those, you know, in-person meetups, uh, how, whatever you can do, just spontaneous visits to the brokerages, take some cookies, take some donuts, whatever.
0: Yeah. Activ- People notice
1: that. They notice that.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was, I can't remember if it was a podcast or something I read of just like, just taking action creates more action and momentum. And it's like kind of a, a fluffy cliche, but like, I think sometimes inspectors can overthink it of like, oh, well, what do I do? What's the formula? Like, is, well, how do I do this or that? It's like, just walk out the door. Just go. Just, go. The, <laughs> just leave the house. That's exactly right. <laughs> Don't care where you go. Just leave. Just, <laughs> just go, go, man. Just go. Yeah. Um, oh. No. Well, that's cool to hear. I, I think that is a huge lesson in itself for inspectors, especially in this environment, right? Because there is maybe a little more open space on the schedule um, for some inspectors because some markets are hurting.
1: I think the reason some inspectors overthink something is because our our industry is notorious for introverted intellectuals, um, and it's it's a cop out. You know, they want to overthink things. Ah, I'm not quite ready to do it now. Just just go do it. You know, if it sucks, it sucks. Learn from
0: it. Wonder if it's all just a fear of failure. Like, a, you know, when people procrastinate, or like, oh, I'm a perfectionist. I always say, like, are you, per- <laughs> right. or are you just putting are you? off like <laughs> potential failure because it's scary and we don't want to fail and we're, you know, right? We're, we're being vulnerable by by being an entrepreneur and starting a company. Um. Well, that's good to hear that you you're able to spend time on the activities that are generating more growth and agents. Are you, um. Like, are you kind of like structuring that day by day, hour by hour, or is it kind of like you just go off gut of like, "Hey, time to I hit really up." Really
1: should structure it. Hey, it's not. <laughs> no, a, it's,
0: no, it's not a bad thing. I think the gut, you know, like gut instinct has gotten you to where you're at too, in terms of like yeah. going where you need to go. And so it's good for inspectors to hear though, because I think everyone wants to believe everything's neatly time boxed on calendars, and oh, it's no. like the life of an entrepreneur too. It's like no, <laughs> hardly, hardly, <laughs> yeah. But you you do is you do seem like you've cultivated that instinct though of like, hey, don't go too long without posting on social. Hey, don't go too long without hitting up these offices of agents that have used me x amount of times, right?
1: Yeah. Just uh, and the main thing with hitting on the social thing is consistency. You Just you can't speak enough for being consistent. That's how you grow your following. I guess, so to speak, on socials, just be consistent. And like we discussed earlier, it doesn't have to be like this bombshell you're dropping every time. Just drop something, you know?
0: Do you schedule your posts or do you um, just generally have a cadence?
1: Just try to every day or at least every other day. Post a video in reels or, you know, just anything.
0: Good for you. It it takes discipline. Yeah, it takes discipline to do it without a system. You must be wired a little different with your internal alarm, because I tell some inspectors, I'm like, if you don't structure this, you're going to find an excuse to not do it. But I think you've seen, you've seen like the validation from doing it. Oh, I've seen the results. Yeah. Yeah. It's different once you see results from it. Because then there's no question that it works and that you need to keep showing up and doing it. And the algorithms obviously promote people that show up every day. It's like no secret. Uh, We don't have to know how it works to kind of on a basic level say, Keep putting your face on there and they'll promote you to the right people.
1: Yep. Absolutely right.
0: Um, so what what else are you kind of envisioning as you go forward with your business and keep growing? Like what what what's interesting to you? Like what uh yeah, what else do you even want to chat about and get into right now?
1: Let's see. Well, when I started, <clears throat> I want to make mention of casting a big vision when you first start. This is for people mm. that are thinking about getting into it. My, my goal was never to just make a living at this. Uh, My goal was to, that's why I named this. And some could say this is limiting within the state and it is Mississippi premier inspections, but I want a uh, inspectors throughout the entire state, you know, little subsects in different areas. That's, that was my original vision and, you know, I had a five year, 10 year goal and you know, right now I'm on track, just set a big vision. Cause if you don't set a lofty big vision, you'll just make a living. And and that's it.
0: Where did you, and leave- that's okay. If that's your thing. Right. If that's what you set out to do. Great. But I think a lot of people, they, they can like occasionally have like glimpses of the big vision, but never spend time on it, which is different. Right. It's like a full commitment. Where did you learn that from? Or where did you, like what was your inspiration to even like think in terms of like, Hey, create a vision,
1: man. I can't, I, I'm like a self-improvement book junkie. I can't uh, remember where I Yeah. Where
0: I that's awesome. My stuff, man. Any, any, any impactful books like that jump out in your mind over the years? I, I, I that <clears> so
1: the one that's really blown my mind lately and it's and it's really just full of stuff we all know, but just to hear it kind of puts it in a different perspective Is the, the six working geniuses. Um, the six working the
0: geniuses. Idea. I'm going to write that down.
1: I forget the author, but anyway, it's talking about we can't be great at everything. So find the people that are great and get them on board that way that no, no portion of the business struggles. Um, so you know you got visionaries you got what they call galvanizers which are keeping everybody on track type people and you know some some parts of owning a business just suck. and then you know some people absolutely enjoy those portions which blows my mind like the administrative side of owning a business hate it right but you know there's people that get off on it i'm telling you yeah they,
0: some brains work that it. way yep Is your next hire going to be an admin potentially scheduler should
1: be, but probably not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Why not? No, I've got, I've got a uh, part-time admin right now that that takes care of just the large stuff. So uh, just on an hourly basis, just when And she's got like two or three other jobs. I mean, so she, it's not like she puts in crazy hours, but the thing is, she can get done in two hours a week. What would take me eight hours. Right. Because she's good at it. That's not my strong suit. So I stick with what I'm good at, which is I consider, and I may not may be wrong, but what I consider me being good at is casting a vision, building something, getting people excited about things. And, you know, I may have to bring somebody else in to see things through, you know, because that's not my strong suit, but, uh, I can get people pumped about something, man. That's, I feel like that's what I'm good at. And that's, you know, I heard something the other day, we don't manage our time. We manage our energy, Hmm. which makes perfect sense, man. Um, Because the thing is, if you got home, if you did a full day's work, eight hours day, eight hours of work, doing something that absolutely you hate, that's going to drain you. You're going to be home at three thirty, but you have no energy for nothing, right? So if we manage our energy, do the things that we're good at and enjoy for the most of the time, we can't avoid the things that suck all the time. But if we stay within the things that we love and do best, we're really managing our energy, and we still have something to offer whenever we're out of work. So,
0: oh man, that. That kind of blows my mind low key because I like understand that concept, but I don't always practice it. And and it's oh, so same. true. <laughs> it's so true because when when we started Spector, I remember there being 10, 12 hour days, but I would have energy after that for dinner with wife and, and hang out with kid. Like there was times because I was doing the things that energized me, but then you right. do the things that suck the life out of you. You're like, I don't think I can play with the kids tonight. Like I'm tired. You know, you could have yeah. only worked four hours of something, a That's shitty right. part of the job. Um yeah. I love I love this train of thought, too, for inspectors because um, I think a lot of times early on, knowing where to put their attention, they think they have to be all things. And then it just makes you feel like you're failing at all things as opposed to, like, what am yeah. I good at? And I was smiling when you were ta- describing yourself because I think we're very alike in that way. I'm, like, big vision guy. I'm a big take action guy. I'm a big team guy that just... Rallies people around, kind of like where we're going, and then I'm like ready yeah. to run through walls and like get it started. But once it's time to organize shit and put it in spreadsheets and hey, the tests, I'm, like, ah! I'm like, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> it's me too. Help. T Right there, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah, let me get a Type A in here to uh, get, exactly to get this going, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let, let's let's shift gears to kind of like growth with it, like on the add-on services front are you guys like adding on services do you have visions for kind of adding different services and divisions of the company like i'm always curious how you view ancillaries so
1: we're just now starting to introduce ancillaries we're going to get into air quality testing and i've just gotten my sewer scope in so i have got to take uh what's his name jim crumb gotta take his course cool on sewer scoping and uh then we're going to start up in our average inspection price. So right now, honestly, we're doing pretty good with our average price. I feel like being yeah. in and not offering an auxiliary or ancillary services we're, we're at I think it was $468 per inspection average. Um, and we're not even offering extras yet. So.
0: We should celebrate this. I want to pause. I want to tap on this because I, I, um, I think about this a lot. You know, having been a realtor and then having bought a home a couple homes, it, we're still severely underpriced as an industry. I think everyone Absolutely. knows I think everyone knows that. But I think I want to highlight a few things about you that you probably can't say about yourself. The way you present yourself, the way it seems like you connect with people, the effort you put in, you have full confidence in what you're charging, which allows you to charge that much, which is why people probably don't say no to it very often. So I think as an industry, we have to keep talking about upward pressure on gotcha. prices because every other part of the real estate transaction probably makes too much for what they do. And I think our and yeah. I think the home inspector provides thousands of dollars worth of value and we're still kind of stuck and worried about inching prices up. And so I would say that even if I wasn't in the industry objectively looking at what a home inspector saves the homeowner. So like, how do we market that better? How do we promote this? So I just wanted to 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 give you props for that because we don't
1: talk about. I appreciate that. So you know, for the first two or three months, um, just to get my feet wet, I was charging like three hundred and fifty dollars for an inspection because Mm -hmm. that's that was the going rate in my area, and I was like, "What are we doing?" When I'm when I'm dragging ass at the end of the day, and I'm you know (laughs) (laughs) just what did I do? I mean, for, for pennies, you yeah. know, I'm sitting yeah. here like, and then, you know, you're at an inspection and an appraiser comes and is there for 15 minutes and they're walking away with no, nothing on appraisers good on them for making what they make. But you know, they're they're there for 15 minutes and go back and do 45 minutes of office work and they've pocketed six or
0: $700. It drives so, me nuts.
1: It's uh, yes. Me too, man. Me too. Because, uh, yeah, what we do, we get down into the nitty gritty, man. We, we get down into the nitty. We do the stuff nobody else wants to do in the real estate transaction, and arguably the lowest paid right. in that transaction.
0: Yeah, and so, they- yes,
1: we have to keep we have to keep going up with. But the thing is, if you're going to go up with your price, you have to go up with your value. You have to mm. create value for the client, or else you know, nobody's going to want to pay that. And that's the trouble. Now nah, we won't go into local stuff because there's some Spector users <laughs> <laughs> that could see the podcast.
0: Right, right, right. right. But I agree, adding, adding ancillaries and then doubling down on yourself, who you are, what you're putting out. Because I just, I, I know in my heart of hearts that if someone sees you on social, they see you adding value, your credibility meter just keeps bumping up and bumping up. And then they get to the website and oh my God, this guy's premium, this guy's premier. Then you get on site and they're like, oh my God, this guy's amazing. And they get the report and then they feel great about what they paid. And they may not even think about that the fact that they just paid 500 bucks or 600 bucks. So right. um, everyone's got to add on SewerScope for sure. If nothing else.
1: Absolutely. It um, just makes hundred
0: percent. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you can outsource it still and get take the payment. I mean, there's like, to me, it's like a no brainer to anything customers are asking for charge them for it and then fulfill it on the back end, whether it's you or someone else. So
1: yeah. Like I will be the first home inspector in our area to offer sewer scoping. No you way. Call a plumber around here to come uh, look at their um, drainage lateral, $500, 600 So we're about to, uh, I'm excited about That's it. That's we'll amazing. It that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I love it. About
0: it. And the, the last piece on this too, it, it, it grows an efficient business that snowballs once you hire two, three, four, five people because over the years, it's like if you're just making an additional $100 each time you walk out the door, that adds up to someone's salary in year, maybe two, three. Oh, five, absolutely. Five, right? And, and that was the up.
1: decision maker right there, man. That was the decision maker because- I'm needing to bring on another guy and we've just gone through the, the interviewing process and everything. So we think we've got it now down to who we're going to call, but I need this ancillary service to help pay for his salary. Yeah. And it's going to do that.
0: What do you, do you guys get lots of um, home buyers or agents saying like, Oh, Hey, uh, you know, you pointed out all these plumbing defects. Do you know a plumber? Do you know a handyman? Do you know a HVAC guy? Like what's what's your perspective on that in terms of adding value, versus the typical pushback is like, oh liability, oh it's not my job, I don't want to refer. No, any- my
1: idea is how can I make money off of it? So, I obviously we can't fix these things. It's a conflict sure. of interest in Mississippi. Uh, I don't know about every state, but I can sell ad space. So. If they want to be on an automated email, and this is something I want to, and I've actually needed to schedule a call with you guys to discuss, but um, automated email with, uh, I guess like friends we use or friends we refer or something like that. Um, they can pay me X amount a month to be the first person, you know, in front of uh, what in a lot of cases is their first, they're moving into this area. They have no contact. So, right. And I'm their first or second contact in this area and I'm handing them your name. What's that worth to you? What will you pay per month on that? And that's recurring income. You know, these are things you have to think about.
0: You're so practical and refreshing because it's, it, it, that's how I see it as plain and simple as that. um, Because contractors across the world pay for leads one way or another. They pay for blind leads that are way worse than a new homeowner. Angie Uh,
1: leads sucks. And they are like,
0: they're a big company, yeah. Still they're yeah, yeah, they're a big company. Um, and so, yeah. I, I and we would first of all definitely book that call. Um, or, or I'll get you with James or Megan or Josh, whichever whichever one you initially connected with. Those are our three product managers. Because the more we can nail this and enable you guys to get that recurring income, man, that's like rocket fuel. One for a growing business like yours, but to maybe even a, a an inspector that's doing five or ten a month, you might that might be like you're doing 10 or 20 a month.
1: That's right.
0: With the extra income. absolutely. So that's cool to hear. I, I think that's a no brainer. And I think, I believe it could be a game changer for our industry and create a lot of wealth for a lot of people in our business. Absolutely.
1: Agree, man. I couldn't agree more.
0: Because I want them to associate you with like, hey, I trust him and he knows, he knows good business. He's not going to steer me wrong. I'm not going to hold him liable, of course, for anything that happens. But like, yeah. he's going to connect me with the right people.
1: Absolutely, it's a it's a no brainer. Really is.
0: Well, cool, man. What, people, what that, people
1: that people oh. that think it's a liability, they're just. I don't know. I don't want to. I think they're overthinking it.
0: I think so. Things can um, be
1: put in place to where it's not a liability.
0: It, Disclaimers. There's a reason why disclaimers exist. There's a reason why lawyers exist um, to to craft these documents to make sure liability. And the thing
1: is, if you're a home inspector and you don't have a lawyer on retainer, you are messing up. You need to
0: please go find one. Yeah. Um. Well, cool. I mean, this has been amazing. I I could talk to you for hours. Like, what what else? (laughs) um, What else are you seeing, kind of, in the industry, or or do you keep up, kind of, with the industry in terms of Online conferences, or have you been heads down? Like, because I would underst- Man, understand if you've been heads down.
1: Heads been down, you know, notice the grindstone for the past 22 months. It's just been crazy. But I do have a desire to make it to some conferences. Would love to sit under some people because I want to learn. I want to learn more. I want to learn deeper. Uh, you know, I, I did the beginning thing with IAB, um and want to do more of that because um, they're phenomenal. I mean, yeah. not, not enough can be said about them, um, but yeah, I would love to do some more with them as well. I forget what's the beginner package with them uh, launch maybe. Yeah.
0: yeah. Launch.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Um, and I think, I think I think they have a coupon code for an upcoming conference or, you know, each time. So I'll get with you on that, but um, to go for it for like pretty much free or cheap um, to kind of just see oh, wow to experience kind of what it's all about. I'm a, I like their messages. I like, they do good business. They seem to promote good values. So, um, I am unaffiliated, but believe in how they're helping businesses grow and become, you know, big, big boy multis.
1: They've got the right mindset and I like it.
0: Well, cool. Well, Corey, man, um, where can people find you in case they do want to connect with you on socials? Um, what, what's the best follow,
1: um, you can look at me and look me up on Facebook. That's where the majority of the stuff goes. Um, just Corey Seawright or Mississippi Premier Inspections. Hook up. Um, I'm open for any questions. Anybody has any, you know, ob- any questions, maybe I have an answer. I don't know. I'll try. Um, and open to just dialogue and conversation with anybody.
0: Awesome, man. you're you're refreshingly cool to hang out with. Good hang, and I'm sure you'll get some outreach. There's always people I think looking to connect because it's an isolating industry, right? I mean, like you guys hang out in homes, you know, alone sometimes, you know, multiple times a day or a week. It really can be. Um so I'll I'll link the website, Facebook, Instagram, all that in the description for anyone that kind of wants to take a peek at your content, see what you're doing. Um, I think it I think it's cool stuff.
1: Awesome, man! I really appreciate it. I really do.
0: Yeah, this has Thanks been for fun. having me
1: too, man. I'm glad this wasn't a mistake on your end. So.
0: Hell no, man! This is awesome. This, <laughs> this is good, to to This is a great episode. I, I love, you know, being able to laugh and hopefully, you know, our dialogue could provide some value for someone out there. So, so many people say it's always so refreshing to hear stories like yours because it makes them feel more like human in their skin of what they're going through. Because it, it sometimes they're like, I'm kind of just winging it. Like I don't know if all this is like supposed to feel this way.
1: Look, if I could tell anybody anything, is I'm nothing special. I just know how to hustle, and go do. That's all I know how to do, and that's all you've got to do. Um, and then the rest follows.
0: It's just well the said. Way
1: it is nature of it.
0: Well said, man. Well, I wish you continued success. Let's stay in touch over the over the coming months. Um, definitely Absolutely. want to keep keep tabs on the progress, and then we'll we'll connect you with with our product team to kind of chat through the future
1: <laughs> yeah man go cool. always look to the future love it man
0: all right Corey. well have a great rest of your day my brother
1: all right buddy take
0: it easy all right you see you.